Business leaders and visionaries, Kelly Kennedy here, bringing you exciting news about our newest sponsor, Foresight for IT. Based in Edmonton and backed by support partners across all major Canadian cities, Foresight for IT isn't just an IT service provider. They're your global IT ally. With remote support available worldwide, their full circle approach to IT, from setup to support, security, and scalability, ensures your vital services are always up and running. Imagine having always-on technicians and business IT support plans that take the hassle of technology management off your desk and into the hands of experts. Whether you're in blue-collar industries, finance, law, or healthcare, Foresight for IT is the game changer you've been waiting for. Elevate your business globally with Foresight for IT. Visit www.foresightforit.com and let them know Kelly sent you. Once again, that's F-O-R-E-S-I-G-H-T-F-O-R-I-T.com. Foresight for IT, redefining IT experience. Thanks for listening to a word from our sponsor. Let's get back to the show. Hello and welcome to the Business Development Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to address what to look for in a BD rep. Stay tuned. The great Mark Cuban once said, business happens over years and years. Value is measured in the total upside of a business relationship, not by how much you squeezed out in any one deal. And we couldn't agree more. This is the Business Development Podcast, based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and broadcasting to the world. You'll get expert business development advice, tips and experiences, and you'll hear interviews with business owners, CEOs, and business development reps. You'll get actionable advice on how to grow business. Brought to you by Capital Business Development, capitalbd.ca. Let's do it. Welcome to the Business Development Podcast. And now your expert host, Kelly Kennedy. This week's episode is one that's kind of close to me right now because I am actually in the middle of hiring for BD reps at Capital Business Development. So it's uh, it's right time, right time, right place. And I'm uh, thankful today to be here to be able to deliver that for you. Today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about what to look for in a BD rep. And this is probably a little different than what you would think, but uh, we'll get started and uh, we'll go from there. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please do shoot me an email, shoot me uh, some questions either on LinkedIn, or you can always get me at podcast at capital bd.ca. So what to look for in a BD rep? This is a tough one. And I think a lot of you will start off by saying, well, hey, you know, did they go to business school? Did they got an MBA or they business administration or marketing experience or maybe a marketing degree? I want to encourage you to keep an open mind, okay? Because let me tell you a little secret about BD. Nobody goes to school for business development. I like to say that you don't choose business development. Business development chooses you. When I got into business development many, 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 many years ago, I had uh, just graduated with a diploma in business administration. And, uh, you know, a small growing company took a shot, took a shot with me and brought me on. And at the time, it was really just about, hey, can you like help us with the day-to-day office stuff? Or I'm, I'm trying to like do my payroll, or I'm trying to put together some type of marketing material, that sort of thing. But over time, that position became, well, hey, 
you're really good at talking to clients. You're really good at account management. Would you be interested in handling the BD for me? And at that time, I had no idea what business development was. I was like, BD? What? what? I'm here for business manager, for office manager. I don't want to do the BD. <laughs> but I had no idea what it was at the time. And uh, oh boy, I feel like a lot of people who get offered BD roles go home and Google BD and they're like, what the heck is this? What does this mean? How is this different from a salesperson or uh, an office representative? But um yeah, I do just want to let you know that nobody who you put in a BD role, for the most part, went to school and was like, when I graduate, I can't wait to end up in BD, which is exactly why, um, in my mind, yeah, sure, it's great to have some marketing material. It's great to have some business background. I definitely put it in my ads because I do want people who at least have a good idea of what business is. But let me tell you, BD, you either got it or you don't. And I'm going to start off there. I like to say the number one thing that I look for in a BD rep is likability, okay? Likability and soft skills is something that you kind of either have or you don't. And uh, I like to say, you'll know in the first five minutes, you know, I've hired plenty of sales reps and stuff over my time. And I knew in the first five minutes whether or not I liked them or that they would be good for the job. And you know what? I would say 99% of the time I made a good choice because you need to like somebody rather quickly when you're in BD, right? You might only have 10 seconds to make a good first impression. And if in that in that first 10 seconds, they bomb it or they come across as aggressive or pushy or just not nice, um, they got a bad demeanor, that is going to reflect poorly on your company. That is going to reflect poorly and they are probably going to struggle. And uh, so uh, I like to say that likability should be your very first skill. When you're doing those interview processes, I want you to just have a little note where you're saying, hey, in the first five minutes, did this person make me laugh? Did they put a smile on my face? Were they smiling? Were they happy and excited and enthusiastic? That should be your very first gauge on whether or not you should hire this candidate or not. The next part, I touched on it briefly, schooling. Um, yes. You know, you can go either way with this. And uh, like I said, with a capital, I like to look for people with a business background. I like to look for people with some marketing experience or potentially just some sales, some outside sales experience. Um, but ultimately, that's up to you. Although I would suggest maybe sticking with a business background, marketing background, but I don't want you to weigh so heavily on this. You don't need somebody who's got a degree in marketing or somebody who's got a degree in business or an MBA, I guess I should say, an MBA. The reality is, that's not going to make the difference in whether or not they can sell your product or not. What's going to make the difference is how do they show up? How do they show up every day? Are they consistent? Are they delivering? Are they showing up on a bad day? You know, like, let's get real. We are humans. You know, BD, God, I can't tell you how many times I've showed up to work and I've had a nightmare of a night before. You know, whether it's, you know, it's, it's a fight, whether it's just something's happened in the family, whether, you know, I didn't get some news that I was happy about, or maybe, heck, maybe I'm just struggling at the job and, uh, or I'm struggling with some, with some things that happened. Um, we're all struggling. Okay. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> all of us employees, all of us owners, all of us managers, we all are fighting our struggles and you need somebody who can show up every day, even when they're struggling. That is, that is a key element. And you know what? A good attitude goes a long way. And a good attitude, you'll know. You'll be able to tell if this candidate's got a good attitude. They're going to be able to tough it out. Or at bare minimum, they're going to be able to be honest with you when they can't tough it out. Um, you need somebody who's willing willing to work. And you're going to get that through people with a good attitude and a good outlook on life. 
The other one, uh, problem solving, okay? So a little bit tougher to see, but a good business development rep does a ton of problem solving, okay? They are they are little detectives. You got a bunch of little detectives working for you. You might have said, John, I need, or, or Janet, I need somebody at ABC Company, and we don't have any connections there. And John or Janet may hit out there, hit the pavement. They might add John or Janet or send send cold calls out to their companies and just reach out and say, hey, do you guys have somebody who's going to fit the bill? Or, or are you going to be able to get to the right person who's going to open that door for you? And that takes a lot of little detective work. And sometimes it can take six months or longer to get into that company that you really want them to get into because they got to go through 16 or 20 different people to get to the decision maker. So you need people who are willing to sit down, put the pencil to paper, and really do the problem solving required. So you know what I mean? If you, it, It's hard to test for this, obviously, but if you can think of a way to try to guide them into giving you some examples of where where they stayed determined, where they found that, that uh, connection for, for your company, it's going to go a long way. Uh, the ability to take no and keep on going. So this one's tough, and... I struggled with this. I am a perfectionist and I, you know, I get it. Nobody should be a perfectionist, but Hey, there's the, some of us who just hate losing. And I'm one of those people. I hate losing and I don't care what the situation is. And I think that's why I've been so incredibly good at what I do. However, you have to be able to take no, um, and be able, and, and not let it, not let it cave you. And that's tough. And I'm that that takes learning. And, uh, you know, I, I was guilty of this, I would get a no, and it would put me in a bad headspace. And the next thing you know, I've wasted two hours or three hours thinking about that no, instead of just hitting back to it and making those calls. And it took me years, it took me years, guys, to to get to a point where I could just take no, slash it out where it had just zero effect on me and keep on going. So the ability to take no is something that is critical for any BD rep. It's going to be critical for any salesperson, and it is a learned skill. And if they can give you some examples on how they were able to take no and keep on going, it's going to uh, show a long way. Um, Self-motivation and a drive to succeed. So I talked about this briefly. I think I've I've always been incredibly successful at business development. And I think I have because I hate losing. I've driven to succeed. I truly hate it. The idea of failing a client for me is literally the worst thing in the world. And I couldn't imagine doing it. And so you need some people who are who have almost that mindset. And I, I get that it can be unhealthy at times. You know, I'm I'm guilty. I, I've been a workaholic for sure. I've definitely hit that point where work has just been on my mind. But you need somebody who's willing to sit down and just crush it day and day and day. And that is truly a a self-motivated individual. That is somebody who who in their core, that's who they are. In their core, they they want to succeed. They're driven to succeed. And that drive is going to keep them showing up day after day because business development is about consistency. Okay. Um sometimes it takes 20 or 30 contacts to get to the right people. I I've had people call me back and book meetings that frankly, I've called on a weekly basis for about 30 weeks in some cases, like, you know, like just leaving messages here or, or there, but just not, not giving up, just not giving up, just saying, and always staying friendly, right? Always making that call and just saying, Hey, you know, it's Kelly. I would love to set up this meeting with you. We'd love to connect. I do think there's some synergies. I think we can help you. And I want to do this. And sometimes it's call 30 that I get through. It's call 30 that they call me back. 
and they say, man, you're persistent, but you're kind. And I appreciate that. <laughs> and I've had that more, more times in the past like year than, uh, than you could imagine. But that's a really great call to get because you know what it shows to me is that it's just about timing and you don't know when you're going to get the right timing. So being able to be consistent in your follow-ups, being consistent um, and showing up every day and making those calls and making those those LinkedIn contacts or those emails that you need to make on a consistent basis, that is what's going to lead you to success. The next part is trustworthy. So trustworthiness, obviously you need somebody with the modern BD roles. Most people are working on a hybrid model or they're working from home. I don't think there's a lot of full-time BD guys that are working at the office these days. And so trustworthiness goes a long way because this kicks back to the last part of self-motivation. You don't need your BD guy sitting at home and just killing two or three days a week and only working two or three days a week for you. If you got a guy working five days, you need him to be working five days. And so the ability to trust your employees is critical now. And so trying to find somebody who you can build a good rapport with that you can kind of feel them out and see, okay, is this guy pulling my chain or is he showing up and, and he is he putting in the effort that's going to deliver results for our company? So trustworthiness, uh, obviously, once again, really hard to measure, but you have three months to kind of watch these people and see what they do. And I would really encourage you in that time to be keeping an eye and just making sure that you're getting consistent uh, weekly results. Willing to travel and a good abstract, okay? Um, we have a lot of armchair BD people these days, guys. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All the Zoom meetings and Google Meets in the world are zero replacement for an in-person meeting, guys. Um, at Capital, we push for in-person meetings whenever possible. Obviously, we work for clients that are Canada-wide, and sometimes that's just not possible. But you know, if they're local or if they're in the next city, we do our best to show up and meet them. And, and I think that that leads to a much better rapport, a much better connection. And you really want to build that great connection with your clients. And you do it in person. You do it in person. And so what I would really suggest is that you have a BD guy who's not, not stuck in the office, not, not stuck in his home or not afraid to put on some kilometers. Um, yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to drive for lunch. Don't be afraid to drive to the office and have that meeting in their office. Guys, show up, show up, show up with coffee and just show them that you are interested and that you have something to give and that you are a human and that that you can stand out and you're going to stand out by having those face-to-face -face meetings. So if right now your business is, is focused primarily on zoom meetings or Google meets, or they're doing, they're doing things remotely, you know, I get it. I get it. COVID was hard and we're all kind of recouping and trying to figure out how to recover from that. But if your clients are open to in-person meetings, you should also be open to in-person meetings. That would be my rule of thumb for you. The next one loves your business and products. Okay. Your BD guy is a champion for your business. My God, I shout from the rooftops for my clients because my clients are awesome. And they really are. They truly are. I, I, make a, I make a conscious choice to work for good clients. And I think that that's very important because you have to like what you're selling. You really do. You have to believe that what you have is a high quality product. And so you need to kind of gauge your BD guy um, on what his feel is for the company. Is he lukewarm? Does he care? Does, is this just a job to him? Or is this something that he's truly passionate about? Does he love being a BD guy? And does he love selling your product? Because you need somebody who's going to talk, who's going to talk well about your product, who's going to talk well about your company. They need to be the champions. They need to be the people leading the charge for your business. And so you definitely need somebody who does 
have a good view of your business and product. And, you know, you can obviously gauge this in an interview and just say, hey, tell me a little bit about my business. What do you think of it? Do you, are you behind our values? Do you believe in what we're doing? Um, because if the answer is no, they're probably not going to be very great at marketing your product. Able to relate and create connections with your clients. So this is the other one. So a lot of BD isn't actually talking. And it took me a really long time to figure this out. I used to sit in business meetings and talk about my product and talk about my company and why they should buy my product and why my product is so good. Guys, just be quiet. Your, your clients will tell you what they want and why they like your company and why they're there. What I would like you to focus on is spend a little bit of time just being a human with your clients, guys. Relate with them. Ask them how their, their kid's ball game was. Ask them if they had a hard week and let them just talk. Let them talk because you know what? Sometimes my BD friends, my BD men and women out there fighting the good fight, you guys are the best person that they talk to during the day, okay? Your interactions with your clients should always be enjoyable, should always be something that people really look forward to. And I think I pride myself. I think if you would talk to any of my old clients, they would say that when they got to chat with me, I improved their day. And I made that a goal of every single conversation that I had was that I improved somebody's day just a little bit. And I think that as a BD rep, you have the opportunity to make that who you are. You have the ability to cheer up your clients, cheer up your accounts you're working with. Because these people, they don't just buy your product. They are other people. And, you know, I've made many, many, many friends of clients over the years. People that I would consider to this day to be good friends were just clients at one time that, frankly, over time, realized that, hell, we had a lot in common. We loved riding motorcycles or, you know, we uh, went clay shooting or, heck, we, you know, we were going through the same problems. And uh, you'd be surprised how much of business development can truly just lead to you improving people's lives. And I think that that should truly be a goal of all your business development people. It shouldn't just be about selling your product, but it should be truly about bringing value to your client. You need somebody who is able to articulate well, both written and verbally. And I'll be honest, I suck at writing. I hate physically writing things. I have you know, I write like a doctor's notes. My, my, my note page is just full of like scribbles and doctor's notes. So that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. I mean the ability to type um, well-formed sentences, well-formed thoughts, as well as speak in a well-formed, informed way and articulate your message incredibly well and also know when to just be quiet and listen, okay? So the ability to talk is a business development person's secret weapon, right? We are really good at just having conversations with people. We are really good at listening. Um, we obviously didn't start out good at listening. It, it takes practice. It, you, you, you get there. You get there. I realized probably halfway through my BD career that I was talking too much and I needed to just ask questions and sit back and listen. So that's an articulation skill. That's a skill that I learned along the way. And, and your BD people will as well if you give them the time and you give them the space to, uh, to learn it. But the ability to articulate is truly important. And you'll be able to tell in your interview how they are explaining their backgrounds, how they're explaining their likes or what they're up to or why you should hire them. They should be able to articulate this to you very well, including examples as to, as to, as to things that they've done that would make them a good candidate for your business, okay? So I think, uh, I think that's one that's kind of learned. Uh, you can definitely teach articulation. You can, uh, you can criti critique, I guess I should say, not criticize, but critique emails. 
But over time, you should definitely see an improvement. Your BD people should very easily be able to communicate, not just with your client, but with you as well. The ability to follow routine on a sustained uh, consistency. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the ability to, sorry, the ability to follow routine on a sustained consistency. So I talked about this a little bit briefly before, but what I was talking about is the secret weapon to a BD person is consistency, okay? It's being able to deliver results week after week after week after week. And let me tell you, this is hard, okay? It's very easy to deliver results one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, but to be able to do it on a, on a consistent basis, okay? On a, on a consistent basis where you are booking, you know, say one, two, three meetings consistently week after week after week after week is challenging. And what it takes is consistency. It takes your guy not just making four phone calls this week, lining up four meetings because he got lucky and then not making any more phone calls, okay? That, that can't be how it goes. And you know what? It's easy as a BD guy, especially a full-time BD guy working for a company, a little bit different since I started my own company. You know what I mean? I feel like I, I hold myself to a much higher standard. But the reality is, is that it's easy to get a few wins and sit back and coast. That's a very easy mindset to get into. And a lot of BD people get into it. And one thing that I've learned, especially being out on my own, especially running my own BD company now, is that the most important thing to me is that my BD reps and that your BD reps are consistently delivering. They're making, say, 30, 40 phone calls a week. They're sending maybe 30, 40 LinkedIn introductions every single week to keep that roster full. And yeah, heck, if they book four meetings in one day, great, great. But that doesn't mean it's time to stop. It means that you got lucky. And now, in order to deliver that on a consistent basis, you still need to make your calls. So you need to find people who are willing to understand that, um, that way of thinking and to be able to live by it. And that's going to deliver your business very consistent results over time. Um, demonstrates ability quickly, okay? So this is the other side. Um, three months, right? That's all we get. That's all we get. We get three months to figure out whether or not they can do this. And so it's very important, even though your BD people may be working remotely or stepped out or only come to the office once or twice a week, it's very important that you are seeing those results and the way that I would recommend that is that you have your BD people uh, provide you a weekly report. If you're not doing that right now, um, if you are doing it, great. That's great. Have them give you a weekly report. How many people did they talk to this week? How many digital uh, interactions did they make? How many, uh, how many phone calls and emails did they make that week? And make sure that you are getting consistent data over three months. That you are getting, if they're making on average 25, 30 phone calls a week or more, make sure that you are getting that consistently over time. And what you will see is that if they are consistent, you are going to get meetings consistently, which is the goal of all BD is to get those meetings. So if you're getting consistent numbers of those phone calls, you should also be getting consistent meetings. If you're not, you might have to check. You might have to do a checkup on your BD guy and say, hey, you know, like you're making 35, 40 calls a week. Why are we not getting more meetings? The answer, unfortunately, guys might be he's not making 35 or 40 calls a week. He's just writing them down. And, uh, you'll know because it's results, right? The result is to lead you to meetings. So if you're not getting those meetings, there might be, um, there might be some challenges happening. Your BD guy also, nowadays especially, needs to be able to work remotely and at the office, okay? So we're working from home these days, right? And so I'm gonna go back to my last point. If you're getting consistent numbers on the reports, but you are not getting consistent numbers on the meetings, you know, what I mean, have a phone call with them. Just say, hey, look, you know, we're having 
we're having consistent numbers, but we're not getting the consistent meetings. Is this maybe something that we need to revamp our, our pitch? You know, can you maybe let me know what you're saying as far as your pitch or things like that? Because something is wrong. If you were getting consistent numbers, he's either talking to the wrong people or he's frankly not talking at all, which could also be a scary prospect. So you guys really need to be able to trust your employees to work from home. The way you're going to do that is with the weekly reports. Um, it's a standard at Capital Business Development. It will be a standard for the length that we are in business. And uh, measure them in meetings, okay? That's what matters. How many meetings are you getting? Because that's where you're going to sell. That's where you're going to either get on the vendor list or you're going to get offered an RFQ or an RFP and, and move on to the next steps. So you need those meetings. That's what they got to be doing. And if they're not, if they're demonstrating consistent numbers but not getting the meetings, it's time for a talk. Uh, is willing to provide weekly report is the other one. So you need somebody who's obviously willing to provide that weekly report to you. If somebody tells you that they don't want to provide that weekly report, my opinion is get rid of them. And I hate to say that because I love I love a lot of my BD people. But guys, you know, at the end of the day, you have to demonstrate what you're doing and you got to do it on a consistent basis. And I know I know a lot of us are coasting. I know a lot of you are coasting. And uh, we're just not delivering the results that we could be delivering. So if you're not delivering weekly results or sorry, weekly reports at the moment, I would uh, highly recommend that you move to that and you start tracking, tracking your results on a weekly basis. Is, is consistent in leading prospects to meeting stages. So this is the other side, right? Everything that we do as a BD person, I uh, hinted this a little bit before, but everything we do as a BD person is to lead us to a meeting. Okay. So Every stage, every stage of contact should be moving them to a next stage, which eventually will get them into a contacted weekly stage and then get them into those meeting stages. So you need to look at your BD program at the, at the stages of contact, at, uh, at your introductions, at your follow-ups, uh, the consistency of your follow-ups, what the message is, but you need to make sure that all of the effort in your BD is leading you to meetings, okay? And you should be measuring all BD work in how many meetings are we getting. Your BD person needs to be able to work independently and as part of it as part of a team. Okay, um, BD we work as part of a team, right? Like we work in our office. We have other BD people we're working with. We have sales teams. We have to be able to do that. But we're also like little lone rangers, and we're out there doing our own thing and generating revenue on our own. And so the ability, if you get a guy who or a girl who is really good on their own but struggles in a team. It can work. It can work. But the ability to work as part of a team is going to exponentially increase their value because they can get leads from the team or they can give leads to the team or they can talk to people who might be better at handling this client than they are. You know, I've, I've run into situations where it took two people because for whatever reason, the client I reached out to, you know, was either having a bad day the first time I got him or was just getting sick of my voice because I've called him 30 times over 30 weeks and and it's time for a secondary call. So when you get to that stage, it's really important uh, that they have a team member, that they have a business development manager that they can reach out to and say, hey, you know, I, I don't want to give up on this client, but maybe can you step in and help me? Or maybe do you got a contact who I don't have? So the ability to work as, as a team will superpower or, or supercharge your BD. Um, so do make sure that they can, get, they can get along independently and as part of a team. References can confirm performance, okay? Um, guys, your BD people they need to be able to prove their performance. They need to be able to prove that they have a good track record. If, you, if you're looking at their resume and you're seeing that every three months or every six months they're hopping companies um, and, they're, and they're employees, they're not a contractor per se. I guess that can happen as a contractor. But if they're employees and they're hopping companies, there's probably a problem. They're probably you know riding it out to that three-month mark and then 
they're they're getting realized that they're not getting the results that they want and they're kind of moving on to the next so it's really important that um when we are when we are checking on these employees when we are going through that interview process that we are checking checking the references Okay. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate that. Just to give you just a heads up, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, Capital Business Development is uh, is looking at hiring some employees for the Edmonton area. So if you do know anybody who's looking, uh, do, do send them our way. If you could uh, have them email their resume and CV as well as a cover letter to info at capitalbd.ca, that would be excellent. Um, if, you, if you have any questions about today's podcast, or you'd just like to get in touch with me, you can always get me at podcast at capitalbd.ca. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with you today. The next episode, I would like to talk about how you should measure your BD efforts. I look forward to uh, getting in touch with you. I look forward to continuing this podcast with you. Thank you so much for listening today. And I'll catch you on the flip side. This has been the Business Development Podcast with Kelly Kennedy. Kelly has 15 years in sales and business development experience within the Alberta oil and gas industry and founded his own business development firm in 2020. His passion and his specialization is in customer relationship generation and business development. The show is brought to you by Capital Business Development, your business development specialists. For more, we invite you to the website at www.capitalbd.ca. See you next time on the Business Development Podcast. Business rock stars, we at the Business Development Podcast humbly invite you to be part of our journey. Despite our global reach spanning over 130 countries and our status as an award-winning show, we remain committed to delivering valuable insights and engaging content to our audience of decision makers. With two episodes released every single week and a back catalog of over 100 episodes, we strive to provide our listeners with the latest strategies and trends in business development and business growth. Why consider sponsoring us? Our listeners trust us to deliver authentic, informative content, making it an ideal platform for you to showcase your brand in a genuine and meaningful way. Choose from flexible sponsorship packages tailored to fit your advertising needs. With a back catalog of over 100 episodes and an average of 8 new episodes released every single month, there are plenty of opportunities for you to connect with our audience. If you believe that your brand aligns with our humble mission, Reach out to us at podcast at capitalbd.ca. Let's start a conversation and explore how we can collaborate to elevate your brand together. Thank you for considering us. Send us an email at podcast at capitalbd.ca and let's partner for the future.